one thing <laughs> that I love about real estate is that it's as old as time because it comes with land, right? It is a real asset. It's not going anywhere. Welcome to The Real Deal, a commercial real estate investing podcast. I'm your host, Aman Shahi. There's a ton going on in the world right now, and much of it impacts real estate investors. The Real Deal podcast will take a look at what's happening and how it influences you as a real estate investor. Each episode is a 20-minute segment dedicated to distilling the day's most important news, so you can stay up to date on what's going on in the world and how it might affect the commercial real estate market. Welcome everybody to another show of Real Deal Podcast. Today we have special guest called Stephanie Dablowski. Hey Steph, how's, how's it going? Welcome, welcome to the show. Great. Sorry, I think there was a little bit of a relapse there in our internet connection. Um, but yeah, I'm doing really great. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. So give us 30 second introduction who you are. I am Steph Dablowski. I am a generational wealth creator. And when we see a lot of these real estate podcasts, it's like, oh, one of those names again, blah, blah. But the way I see generational wealth creation is through real estate, but also through water. So I provide clean water and uh, real estate investments to people, and that will be my legacy. So you mentioned you provide water. Can you tell us about that too? What do you mean by that? Sure. So I'm a civil engineer, specifically a water engineer, and I uh, partner with organizations that help bring water to people, specifically water for people, but I'm involved in a lot of different uh, organizations that provide that service because I'm really all about ending poverty and that's very connected with water but also creation of, of like wealth creation got it got it and um, let's get back to real estate so how did you first get into real estate so it's interesting because I got into real estate before I realized I got into real estate. My parents, they, uh, you know, I didn't come from wealth. Like they had to make it on their own right. And they were able to gain wealth through real estate. And I was along with, with them since they were like teenagers all the way to where they are now. And I got to see their progression in a way. And, you know, I'm a military kid and my, when my father joined the military, um, we would, he would get a new house and every, because we had the VA loan, we didn't need to put anything down. And so I was in real estate, like helping him lay floors, knowing you can conserve water by putting a brick in your toilet, like all of these little things. I was already in real estate and I saw like my mom handle tenants. So I kind of grew up in that environment. And then I realized, oh, wait, this is a really great way to gain wealth. 
And then when it was my turn, I was like, oh, well, I kind of already know the secret. So let me look into how to do that for myself. And I got into a single family uh, purchase with, with a Section 8 tenant. I thought it was a great situation. Um, then I really wanted to scale. And it, it wasn't true passive income. And that's how I wound up getting into multifamily investing. And luckily, I already had by that time a background and a master's in real estate development to kind of push me along into that. And um, how did you find out about multifamily, like syndication and everything? How did you find out about that? Well, I learned mostly about multifamily syndication. Like I knew it was possible through my master's in real estate development program, but I wasn't connected to the right people. I didn't, they didn't show me the syndication side. That was more of a finance thing. They showed me a lot more of other pieces and, you know, how to do performers, how to do asset management, all that stuff. But when I looked at where do I go? It wasn't until I saw Grant Cardone come across my screen. He's an excellent marketing machine. And when I he said the words um, specifically, you don't have to work up to it. And that's what I was trying to do with the Section 8 housing. I was like, okay, like I knew it was possible. I didn't know how. He's telling me I don't have to work up to it. So let's go. And then I found what I've feel like fits my personality and just all parts of what I've been looking for. And that is syndication and specifically in multifamily. So um, what was the one aha moment that made you feel like you want to go for multifamily that you really like about syndication? I think before it was really syndication, I was more interested in, oh, it's multifamily. Like I already had this concept, like why would I do one door at a time and go through a big, long process to buy, to hold, to rent out, to renovate each individual house? It's a lot of work. And then when one house, like the tenant leaves, then you're like, oh no, now you have to fix it. And I saw that little bit of struggle, even with my parents, um, you know, I, I was just like, why, why do that? Like, and in my background with my uh, degree, I was like, oh, you can buy just one multifamily building. That's one purchase. Everything scales. And you know, when you buy multifamily, you're buying into a business already. So everything pays for itself and you don't have that struggle of, oh, only one tenant, somebody's not paying, you're, you're out. You know, you, you don't have any income and that's not what you want. And, you know, we even had a situation with my parents, like they had somebody not pay for a while. And like, I saw our situation, right? Like things that we used to say yes to became no <laughs> for a little while, you know, and then, you know, we started getting the rent back and I was like, oh, it's a yes again. So it was just really, um, it was very eye-opening to see their experience and it made me, I guess, accelerate into 
multifamily as soon as I understood, oh, syndication is really gathering investors to buy into a business and then we can all do it together, which means we all get to get wealthier together, which is even better than just me getting wealthy all by my own on one single family with more stress. Yeah. So it's also a more stable investment. Absolutely. Yes. So um, tell us about your first deal. How? What was that? How was it? Yeah. So my first deal is really, it was just a really great learning experience. Um, I'm still going through it. Um, I thought it would be closed by now. And I really can't talk much about it right now. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really great because, you know, I invested in this deal as an LP and uh, I'll also be a GP in investor relations and uh, doing the capital raising for it. Nice, nice. And um, can you also explain a bit about what is LP and what is GP? Oh, yes. So... When you uh, buy into a multifamily building, so you're you're going to be an owner in that building, but an LLC is what owns that building. So you have the general partners; they're the ones that do all of the work. You know, they found the deal, they did the lending on the deal. They're going to make sure all the asset asset management is done appropriately and the business plan is applied so that the money is going to flow the way we'd expect it to flow. So the GP, they do all of the work and they don't get that much payment up front to do that. Like they get some, but not that much. It's mostly all on the back end. But the LP, that's the limited partner. So GP stands for general partner, in case I didn't say it. And the LP, that's the limited partner. You actually did. And they are the possible investor. <laughs> <laughs> they hand over their money so the GPs can get to work. So in easy words, GPs work for LPs to make the money. Yep. Yep. And perfect, perfect. And um so can you also tell us like what's your role in this deal like are you asset managing raising the capital how much are you targeting and where is this this deal anything yes so um i really am liking las vegas as an opportunity to invest right now um a lot of the people from california are moving over into las vegas we track uh, and I know you're in California as well, right? So you probably have seen some of that movement. <laughs> uh, we track UPS and, or I'm sorry, U-Hauls. But anything, have something start with the same letter. Sometimes I get distracted. But yeah, we track the U-Hauls and uh, there's movement from California to Las Vegas. And it's it's booming. I think it's like number two in the US right now as far as, people packing up and moving to a certain place. So yeah, where I'm, um, I can't talk about where I'm investing, but yeah, I'm like very excited uh, about Las Vegas and what it brings. 
And what kind of opportunities are you seeing in this market? You know, it's a more bearish market. What kind of opportunities are you getting at this at this point? Well, if I'm honest, lately I've been really focused on what I've been doing currently, which is this uh, one deal in Vegas. Uh, but I am looking at other opportunities in uh, Florida and Texas and pretty much all along the Sun Belt. I know they're, uh, they're popular states for a reason. And when I ran my own numbers, I agreed with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, like math is not wrong. Yeah, like you want it to be sometimes, and it just really wasn't. I know one of my first deals I looked at in my backyard, I was very excited until I learned that a land lease can really hurt your deal and the financials in it. And I also uh, noticed you that you are very active in social, uh, WhatsApp groups and everything. And you also do a one um, women-only multifamily group. Can you share something about that too? Yeah. So when I first got into this space, you know, I um, and I was like, oh, syndication, how do I do it? Uh, I wound up going to a Grant Cardone event. And from there, I was like, well, I need to network. And I would go to these different Zoom calls and everything. And I was like, well, I feel like there's a couple of the same women around, but there's a lot more. And whenever they see me, they tell me, oh, I feel lost or like, I wish I, I had, like I knew where the other women were at because we could really like support each other better because, you know, it just feels, it feels male dominated. And what I can say is my group has over 250 women. It's not male dominated. It's just that it can feel male dominated because a lot of women are quiet in the background. And so I was like, you know what? I think I need to just gather us into one group and just let us, um, you know, support one another because sometimes when you feel like you're alone or like you're the different one in the room, um, you, you'll be quiet and it's, you don't have to be. So yeah, it was just one of those, let's, let's gather all of us together and yeah, that would be great. And I, I learned too, um, another reason there's just like a lot of women, um, who would tell me, oh yeah, well, like my ex did that. And now I did this and now I have to be in the same circle as him. And it's kind of awkward, you know? So it's like, Let's cut out the drama. Like we want to do business. We, we all want to um, make money. We want to make money. <laughs> like, yeah. let's cut that drama out. And uh, and for me too, I was like, oh, I I am with somebody. And you know, as a woman, when you go into certain spaces and you're networking, you know, you're you're shaking hands. You're trying to do business. You're trying to get some deals done. And then you're not sure if the person like in front of you is like looking at you as a business partner or is like dating material. And I was like, well, it's, it's a little easier if it's just all women in one group. And then we don't have to have that question so much, you know, it's just more chill. <laughs> so it, it's like, we can be more ourselves. Nice. Nice. And if, if, if a new woman join your group, what kind of help and content they can find there? Yeah, so really, uh, it's mostly 
any woman who comes into that group, they can ask a question, whatever they're feeling. Um, if, as long as it's a multifamily question or related to multifamily business, they can ask it and we'll just answer it for them, you know, and it's more about making sure that you, you feel supported. Uh, and then the content there, it's a lot of, um, women just supporting women. So if you have an event and one of our women is in it, you know, we advertise that and we try to come and support each other wherever we can. Nice. Nice. Well, let's, let's get back to the real estate again. And um, at this point, the way our uh, economy is going, what do you think? What's the future of multifamily real estate? The one thing <laughs> that I love about real estate is that it's as old as time because it comes with land, right? It is a real asset. It's not going anywhere. And when you started talking about the future in our economy, you notice I took a long pause because I, it doesn't feel very secure right now. I don't know if it's just me, but I don't feel very secure right now. The way our dollar is going, the way we're printing money, like our money isn't backed by gold. Like we have people leaving the, uh, the dollar as a standard because it's backed by nothing. We're printing like crazy. You know, it is a very scary time, in my opinion, um, to not own real assets. And so multifamily is a real asset. So I, I think it's an amazing time to own multifamily. I know interest rates are going up and there's this question, oh, what should we do? But at the end of the day, if you own real assets, it's going to be better than having just cash on hand. It's, you know, people go and buy gold and hold on to gold. Like that's, that's solid, real asset money, right? Well, real estate is that, but it makes you money while you wait. And um, I get, get this question from many of my friends all the time. Like if I invest in syndication as an LP, will I be managing anything? Oh, so, yeah, you're going to be managing one thing. Did you get your money in your bank account? Like, <laughs> yeah, there you that go. is the beautiful thing about being that LP, that limited partner, that passive investor. It is truly, truly passive because you're just giving your dollars over to the GP and you're making that general partner do the work. So you're essentially employing, you're employing your dollars, quite literally. So what are the other questions that, that you get from people when, they, when you talk about the real estate to them? I think right now I'm getting a lot of questions that are just, wait, what? You can, you can buy a multifamily building? <laughs> There's like just a general disbelief that I'm being faced with. And I'm like, yes, you can. You know, it's, it's a minimum investment of like $50,000. Yes. But, uh, and it also depends on who you're speaking to and what investment it is. But if you have $50,000 and it's in your retirement account or anywhere, it's cash, 
um, as long as it's a former employer, like you can employ your dollars and get out of the stock market because that's been a fun ride lately too. Yeah. <laughs> and there's one more point I want to add. There are a lot of tax benefits in real estate that you don't get from the stocks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's one of the biggest benefits of home ownership, you know, like the very fact that when you get, you get to taxes and you know, you, you put in new windows, like then you can deduct that windows from your, your real estate. And now you have like a bigger tax break. So the same thing works in real estate, uh, in, in multifamily real estate, but it just is on a whole bigger scale and you don't have to do any window installation. Yep. And one thing called cost, segre cost segregation, that you can take a lot of money back to your W2 job as a tax benefits. Yep. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And... <laughs> Before we wrap this up, I'm I'm gonna have like two more questions to you. And Okay. Are you ready for that? <laughs> I might as well be. <laughs> Let's go. So, so if you had to go back and start all over again, what would you do different? I think believe. Honestly, I think we all doubt ourselves a little too much. And I knew it was possible, but I didn't know how. But I didn't believe that I could do it before. I was like, there's some secret sauce. It's in the clouds. And I don't know what it is. And that was before the internet was really big on syndication. So I didn't know what it was at that time. But it really does help to be around the right people. So if you find the right people, then you'll have all the right answers. So first is belief. And then uh, second, getting into the right rooms. And ready for another one too. So imagine today is your last day on this planet. What message do you want to give to the world? Love your neighbor. <laughs> Why Legitimately. So? Why so? Love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give more. Give more. That's beautiful. And um, if somebody wants to reach out to you, where can they reach out to you? Yeah, you can find me at stephdoblowski.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at Zelixer Media. And if somebody wants to join your women group, how can they find out about that? Yeah, go ahead and reach out to me on social media. Um, it is something where I'll send you a link after we have a little bit of a talk and we'll go from there. Got it, got it. And thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you for your time. And I'll see you another one. All right, thank you. All right. Thank you for joining us on The Real Deal, a commercial real estate investing podcast. The show that covers everything to do with multifamily real estate investing to help you become an expert in your real estate ventures. We're here to help you create passive income and financial freedom so that you can achieve what you want whenever you want. We'll catch you next time on The Real Deal.